to NURFM's Health and Wellbeing for our sponsor, Mullen Natural Health Centre, Hamilton. Yeah, Tuesday means it's health and wellbeing time. Normally with Peter Mullen, Peter has decided to leave the hard topics to you, Amanda Trigger. Good afternoon. Welcome along. Thanks for having me. Look, this time around, we're dealing with uh, menopause and hot flushes and and all of that sort of thing. So that will be an interesting chat coming up today, won't it? Yeah, I think it's probably better Peter stays at home for that chat, actually. <laughs> I think you might be right. Let's keep Peter back in the office. He can do a bit of helping with the clients and, and stay clear of this one. And, and also, um, for the fellas, a little later on, how they can support uh, their partner going through it as well. Yeah, so important that it's not women go through all of these changes throughout their life and really having that good communication and practical tips on how you can support those women in your life. And good afternoon, Faye from Cahaba. You've got a question for Amanda this afternoon about arthritis. Yes, I do. Hi, Faye. Um, the reason I'm calling you is that I've got a very steep driveway and um, my car had been written off and I was um, not my fault um, and I said to my son, uh, he took me out to do some shopping and I said, I'll stop here and I'll check the mail. Mm. And I fell over. Oh, I'm sorry it's to very hear that. Dead. Anyway, I had a, an X-ray and I had a scan. Mm -hmm. And uh, I even saw Brett McCallum, you know, he's a, um, a hand specialist. Okay. And just ordered, you know, a soft um, a splint. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. Anyway, I went down... To, I phoned Dennis Stewart um, on the Friday, um, not last Friday, the Friday before. Sure. And he uh, recommended um, bio-enhanced curcumin advanced anti-inflammatory. Yep. Well, I have a disease called GORD, gastroesophageal... Um, Reflux disease, yep. Yes. And... It just took me right back to that. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Anyway, uh, I did hear um, some time a while ago, um, is there rose hip or rose something that's good for inflammatory? Look, there's lots of things that are good for inflammation. I guess coming back to the root cause of why it's all happening um, and looking at through your diet getting as much anti-inflammatory diet happening as you possibly can so lots of green leafy veggies lots of whole fresh foods not a lot of um, red meat which can be really inflammatory at times as well increasing the fish that you're having on a daily basis or on a weekly basis as well can really help with getting it in at that base level it sounds like you're probably pretty reactive to some of the stronger naturopathic medicines um, in that high dose in the curcumin oil but you can actually have some of that into your diet as well which will really help to get that baseline inflammation down so are you looking to treat inflammation or is there particularly an arthritis that's there already as well uh, well uh, it's uh, it's uh, they, um, the both doctors tell me it's arthritis okay you know yeah but um, uh, I've got um, I'm just so over this pain all the time in my thumb. Yeah. So it's just in your thumb with the pain or it's yes. in the whole hand? Yes. No, in my thumb. Okay. So there are some topical things that you can do to really help with the inflammation as well. You can use some of the, the rubs and creams that have got magnesium in them. Magnesium's a really good way to help to get the joint moving as well. Um, or you can look at even doing something like a 
a deep heat or an arthritis rub and cream to help get that stimulation back into the into the area that you've injured um look you're welcome to come in for a 15 minute chat or just call us up at mullen health for a 15 minute chat and we can go through a little bit more detail exactly what we can do for you arthritis in general is a really broad topic so knowing you've got gourd as well it's probably better to do a 15 minute chat and then we can go through all the information that you need to go forwards and get you feeling a bit better some advice there uh, for you Faye and Lynn at Gresford now you would like to talk about hot flushes today that is our topic of menopause good afternoon and good day to you um yes I, I get hot flushes all the time and I've long passed menopause at this very moment I'm a lather of sweat oh. so I yeah I get the fl- hot flushes often and hot flushes is some, such a common symptom in older women who are either going through menopause or have been through menopause and it's it's different with everyone some people just get them for menopause and other people it's an ongoing condition um it is related to your nervous system as well so it's not just a hormonal um condition of menopause as well so it sounds like that's happening for a very long time for you yeah because i started to get my menopause around about the age of 29 i think i was young yeah and uh Yes, and uh, I, I was right for a few years, but th- then all of a sudden the hot sweat started again. Yeah, and look, hot flushes is one of the most common symptoms of menopause and probably half of all perimenopausal women and three-quarters of postmenopausal women, so women have gone through menopause, are still experiencing them. And the good news is, I mean you feel really helpless when the hot flush begins but what we're talking about today so the whole talk that we're we're discussing today there's actually a lot you can do to reduce the severity of the symptoms so stay tuned this is what we're going to be covering in great depth yes hopefully we can uh, get some uh, help for you lynn now uh, i guess starting with with menopause generally um what uh, can you take us through the actual process that that takes place amanda for, for ladies sure so menopause I mean, women in general, we're amazing creatures. I think it's pretty fantastic the way that our hormones change over our lifetime. Um, So we go through um, usually around between 40 and 50 years, although it's really related to your genetics and, you know, when the women in your line have gone through menopause. Lots of hormonal changes that happens, but basically the ovaries start to reduce the amount of estrogen that they're producing and we start to see a really big drop in estrogen levels and that can cause massive shifts in the body and lots of symptoms to come up as well if there's stress. So, so it's all about moving out of those uh, quote-unquote baby-making years, isn't it, yeah, into the so next phase? moving out of your fertile years. There's a beautiful word that they've um, been using lately. I mean, we all know the mother, maiden mother crone sort of picture, um, but the new word that they're using for these beautiful menopausal women is the MAGA. And if you look up any information about MAGA, M-A-G-A, not make america great again we're avoiding that connotation um but the marga time is this time where we're moving out of the fertile years where our focus is all on these little children and what we're doing with them and more into this um amazing wisdom time of harvesting all of that knowledge that we come to over that time of our life there are is some good news there are some remedies to try and uh sort of calm down some of those symptoms aren't there yeah so i guess 
If you talk about hot flushes, and we talked about why they're produced and the estrogen levels and what's happening, but that also affects the brain and the brain chemistry and your HPA access, so your pituitary and adrenal access. So one of the main things about remedies is you really need to focus on managing your stress levels. So the when you experience one of the you know wrong time, wrong place, hot flushes, usually the stress is the driving force behind that. So when you're looking at what you could try in your diet or as a um, support, you can look at my magnesium, and that's probably the first port of call for stress and anxiety release. So would it be fair to say that, that if this is happening, you, you're just down on magnesium or that is just going to be a helper if you can get that level up a bit? Well, anyone that's stressed is going to have a decreased magnesium level. Okay. And it's it's about how you perceive stress, not how someone else might look at your life and how stressful that is. It's, gotcha. It's, so if it's stressful to you. That's exactly mm. right. Um, B-complex vitamins, they're really important for the nervous system and they help with energy production as well, so they're important. Um, And then if you look at symptomatic support, you know, during the hot flushes, there's lots of herbal remedies that you can use as nerve um, support and adrenal support, and that's a great way to balance that really flight and fight nervous system energy. So we were talking to um, Lynn before, sorry, Um, so with hot flush treatments, there's herbs like Zisyphus and withania. Um, they reduce stress and anxiety and really helpful for stressful um, times, but also for that flushing and sweating. Um, sage, wild yam, there's lots of different herbs that we can sort of pull from to really help with those symptoms. So uh, some of those herbs can help um, keeping the stress down. I know that's a very easy thing to say, but can be pretty can be pretty tricky as well. Yeah. How, how much uh, of a role will diet play, Amanda, in, in terms of treating hot flushes? Yeah, diet's essential in everything. And I think um, from a daily health point of view, people tend to forget how important it is. You wouldn't put diesel fuel in a petrol car you know pretty quickly that something was going wrong but i think when we look at our it's our, happened before <laughs> it's happened before and everyone <laughs> stops really quickly everything stops but in our world things move a little bit slower so mm. basics of diet you know reducing um non-processed foods sticking to whole foods lots of fruit and veggies lots of green leafy vegetables um omega rich th- foods so oily fish hemp seed flaxseed Um, looking at calcium foods as well Um, so for bone health are really important so many parts of our life and our feelings and our hormonal balance can be impacted by our diet as well so get the get your diet right exercise right and hopefully get some of that stress down yeah it's so important important to move and just keep moving. Well, we've got another call at the moment. Good afternoon, Judith from Mount Hutton. Now, you would like to discuss with Amanda frequent nighttime uh, urination. Good afternoon, Amanda. Uh, Judith. Yes, Amanda. Hi, Judith. Hi. I get up three times, sometimes three times through the night, mm. but I don't mind twice. But most of the time, I just make it to the toilet. It just comes onto me straight away, and I've got to race the toilet. Yes. I can't I- seem to hold on, and yet through the day, I'm perfect. How much water are you drinking during the day, Judith? Not much at all. Yeah, so... I don't drink much. So really important to remember that 
frequent urination at night isn't necessarily from a lot of water intake during the day. Um, it oh, can I thought also, it might have been. It can also be because you're holding fluid as well, um, so it comes into the body, and so at night time it sort of all gets drawn back into the bladder and excreted and sent out um, overnight. So what you can do is, my first recommendation would be drink more water during the day, um, and the second one would be at some point during the day or even a couple of times during the day try and try and assess whether or not you've got some time but if you could lay on the bed and put your feet higher than your heart what you'll see is that even if you do that for 15 minutes it helps to bring any of that extra fluid that might be resting in the other tissues back into the body and to be excreted through the day so that it's not so common at night as well so put the legs up as high as you can yeah, even up the wall, if you can, you know, lay on the, if you're comfortable enough to get down on the ground and put your feet up on the wall, then that's a great idea. For how long? Probably about 15 minutes. Oh, okay. Is there any herbs or anything that can stop it from night time? Yeah, look, there's lots of herbs that you can use. Um, and, and again, without having met you, it's a pretty general advice, but vitamin C is really important for integrity oh, of the veins. I take three a day. I take vitamin C's. Awesome. Um, so you're probably looking at a dose of about two grams a day. So just check what your or two thousand milligrams a day. Um, and also, celery seed can be really good as well. So celery capsules can can really be helpful to get all that fluid out of the body as well. Oh, okay. But so still drink a lot of water through the day. Yes. Yeah, keep your water up during the day, definitely. Peter Mullen decided, you know what, I'm not dealing with menopause. I'll <laughs> leave that to you, Amanda. And done a good job so far. Lots of calls coming through, which is great. Mm. And we've been talking about some of the, the, the healthy tips for the ladies to, to try to sort of get through the symptoms. But uh, we can't often forget that the, the guys are there as well. Now, obviously, you, the, the gentleman in your life wants to be as supportive as they can. Yes. They can't take the pain away for you. They can't understand what's going on. But... For a guy that's sitting at home just thinking, what can I, what can I do? Because I, guys, we just want to fix things, don't we? And that's never, and when you're dealing with ladies to start with, that's never a good place to begin. No, nothing to fix here no. anyway. It's just a normal part of what's going on in their body. Mm. But I guess um, the other symptoms that come along, that's where the trouble starts to come in for, for, for women, you know. Yeah. So, so what, what usually, what, I mean, what can the guys do? What would you, what would you suggest that a, a man at home who's got a lady that's going through all of these change of life changes and yeah. doesn't really sort of scratching his head saying, I haven't got a clue how to help. Well, what yeah. should we be doing? And that's okay. You know, you just knowing the symptoms is probably one of the biggest issues, you know, recognizing around their late thirties to late 50s is going to be a time of great transition for women and and really keeping the lines of communication open and talking about what's going on and how you can help it's going to be different for every woman um, we talked about stress we talked about diet those are both really practical things that as a partner you can be supporting so you can be supporting making sure that your um, partner or wife or whoever it is in your life has time to focus on maybe doing some meditation or going out for a walk and you know eating the right foods that she has the capacity to to put that in i think with the diet thing that that's something you can both do together anyway yeah. so it can, you can sort of be helping without sort of wanting to jump all over and fix something but um it's a journey you can go on and relieving a bit of stress as well um you're making time for your partner to go out and look after themselves yeah really important through every age of our life and we tend to get really 
caught up in helping everybody else, but making space is really important. Um, really practical. Give her free range over the thermostat, you know, like internal <laughs> thermostats going all over the place. She should be able to control the household, how hot or cold or whether the windows are open or closed and... You know, that's going to be one thing that's very practical advice. For the, for the rest of us, we could put on a jumper or take one off, you that's reckon? exactly right. You and can't shift that in women. <laughs> no, you can't. And, and maybe not the time to plan a fishing trip either. No. <laughs> you know, like, get the support that you need from your little things, but mm. providing support on a regular basis is great for her as well. Um, making sure as well, you know, one thing we haven't talked about is that during menopause... Your actual level of um, interest and appetite in sex as well changes. So adjust your expectations. It's got nothing to do with how attractive or exciting you are as a person. Hormonally, everything's shifting. And that means for women as well, their sexual drive will shift as well. So lots to look forward to in that, in that time of life. So much important stuff that happens around menopause, just reducing the symptoms that <clears throat> impact the everyday life as well. And any final advice for, for ladies that might have been listening along to all of this and, and maybe aren't even quite there yet and are just now a little bit more trepidatious about what, what to expect, Amanda? Oh, look, menopause is is a hormonal condition, but it's also a transition and, a, and an alter of change in our lives as well. It's this marking of coming into this next stage of wisdom. And so from a, wis from a woman's perspective, use it as a mechanism for change. If there's things in your life that are causing you stress or you're not eating as well as you could be or you're not exercising, use this time and these markers in our body or these symptoms that are big red flashing lights flashing at us over and over again to make that change and set up those cues for self-care that you possibly can. Well, glad we've got through that. I've got to be honest, well out of my comfort zone on this, but you, you've made it sound uh, pretty okay for us, Amanda. We welcome you back next time, whenever that is. Yeah, lovely. Whenever, enjoy whenever, coming in. Whenever Peter has a topic that he wants to leave for you. A yes. uh, couple of talks coming up from Mullen Health. Uh, Tuesday, the 19th of June, uh, the fertility talk. Yeah, so that's next Tuesday night that I'll be speaking at um, Mullen Health about fertility. It's not just for people that are trying to achieve a natural pregnancy but support through IVF and even if you're not thinking about pregnancy you know fertility is such a huge area at the moment that needs support and the anxiety in adults and children talk coming up tuesday uh, june 26 and a menopause talk finally also yeah so there'll be a menopause talk coming up um around the end of july so just more information and more practical tips about how to support you through this time Fantastic. For more details, you can head to uh, mullenhealth.com.au about those three talks uh, that are coming up. Amanda, you have a great afternoon. We'll talk to you down the road. Thank you very much. There she is, Amanda Trigger from Mullen Health with Health and Wellbeing. And uh, Peter Mullen should be back next Tuesday for us. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, wellbeing, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.